everybody, and welcome back to the Section 315 podcast, the podcast that deals with all things Ottawa Senators. My name is Ethan Bodwin, and today we're going to be talking about coaching. Yep, DJ Smith, you're on the hot seat, buddy. So uh, stick around, and uh, we'll have that next for you on the Section 315 podcast. Hello, everyone. And uh, as I said, yeah, today, topic, it's going to be uh, about coaching, Mr. DJ Smith. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot to cover in our small amount of time that we do have. Um, the Ottawa Senators this year are 9-10, and 10, and that's good enough to put them 8th in the Atlantic, dead last. Which is unfortunate, because we've been sitting back there for quite a while now, and... Um, Definitely not where we want to be, especially like after the the years of, you know, going through the rebuild and having like, you know, our best player being like, you know, Dodonov and we're playing Victor Mete with great minutes. Like, you know, we're over this. I'm over being in the eighth spot. I'm done with it. Okay. And if you look back, DJ's been with the team. This is going to, this is his fifth year. Slow starts, slow starts of what killed the Ottawa Senators. I know I said it before, like I said, episode two, we talked about it, um, but slow starts have absolutely 100%, no doubt, killed the Ottawa Senators. Ottawa missed a playoff spot last year by, I think it was six points, and we went, well, we had one win in November, so we have a good November, we have a good start to our season, we make the playoffs. So it's just unfortunate that... um, this is kind of how we started again this year. Now, this year has been a lot better. Like, I say a lot better. It has been better. Uh, we've been trending in the right direction. But when I say it's gotten better, um, you know, it, it it's still not even close to where we want to be. So I say it's gotten better. It has been better than the last four years. But it's still crap. Um, which is unfortunate because, you know, the Ottawa Senators, they... they they have they have great players and I know I preach this and I know I probably probably say it too much but like we're just we're too good to be where we are and you know some of that might have to do with what's going on in the room but I think a lot of that is going to have to do with who's standing behind the bench and what these players are being told you have you have young talent mixed with veteran experience and veterans who've been successful you know you have Claude Giroux who went to a Stanley Cup final uh, against the Blackhawks when he played with Philadelphia. You have Vladimir Tarasenko, who won a Stanley Cup with the St. Louis Blues. You know, you have you have these guys who just... And, you know, obviously it doesn't mean much, but you have Thomas Shabbat, you have Matthew Joseph. They've all won. They all won at the major junior level, so they know what it takes to win to an extent. You know, they have that experience. They know what you need to do to be successful. You know, preparation, stick to the systems... And, uh, and and go out there and battle for each other, not for yourself and not for not for the team, but you battle for your brother standing next to you. And that's what it takes to win. And, you know, you look, we have all these guys and we're just, we're not getting it done. We're, we're looking, we're looking at times piss poor, to be honest with you. And it's disappointing. Um, so like I said, I think, I think a lot of this, um, you can say it's on the players, and you know what? Maybe it is. But when you have players who stop responding and stop playing, like 
for example, in that in that Florida game a couple days ago, uh, I think it was, ooh, what day was that? I'm not too sure what the what day the Florida game was, but when you have, uh, oh, here we go, we have it. So yeah, Monday the 27th, they played Florida, they lost five nothing and got, you know, that was the game where there were like the ten misconducts and everything. When you have a game like that, um, it kind of tells me and it tells your fan base that you're done playing for that coach. And, you know, Claude Giroux come out and said, you know, we want to play for DJ. Um, but when you go out and you lay an egg and you give up five and you get shut out and you, like, you don't defend your goalie who's getting run at all night by Matthew Kachuk until the end of the second period, like... It's it's not the culture that we want. Um, it's not it's not what I want to see. I I'm not gonna lie to you. This this might sound a little bit pathetic, but I sat on the couch and I had tears in my eyes watching this because, you know, as a devoted Sens fan, all I've wanted is something to cheer for. I don't need a Stanley Cup right now. That's not what I need. I need to get in the playoffs and I need to be dangerous. I need to just I need to to want to you know tell people that I'm a Sens fan. And after watching that game. You know, it, it hurts me to say that, um, you know, I, along with a lot of other people who called into the post-game show uh, on the local radio station, uh, felt almost a little bit embarrassed. And, you know, I don't want to say that, and I don't feel that way. Um, but at that time, it, it that was the only way I could describe was to how I was feeling, you know? Um you tell you tell your Leafs buddy your your buddies who are Leafs fans yeah I'm a Sens fan they just laugh in your face because it's not you know they don't take you seriously um, and it's disappointing like again it's just there's so much more to it that just it's just difficult to to put into words um, how close or how much how much we want this team to succeed and how much I and the fan base care about this team. Um, and after watching that, I was I was sad, but I was angry. I was really angry. Um, you know, we, there's no there's no urgency. There's no systems. There's people playing for themselves. Like once they get down two goals, three goals, you have Zach McEwen run across the ice and take a dumb dumb penalty, get a five minute game misconduct, and put the game like that was once in reach you know probably wouldn't have come back from it but what was in reach out of reach because you have to kill a penalty and then you just don't have enough time to come back so just just disappointment just um that that's kind of how it's been lately and I feel like you know I know the coach like it's somebody's job and connected to their job is their family but it's also a business and when you're not winning, you shouldn't have a job in the NHL as a head coach. And it's just, I want it to work. But when you're trying to do what the Sens are trying to do, you can't do it with a young coach or an inexperienced coach. They need somebody like like um, Claude Julien to come in and, and whip these guys into shape and, and to... To, give, to, to provide expectations because right now, I know the expectation is to win and everybody knows that's the expectation, but nobody's held accountable for the mistakes they make. Drake Batherson, he is brutal in our defensive zone and he's not, he, he's not held accountable by DJ. I know he scores, but he gets, he gets loads of ice time and I just, he doesn't, he's not held accountable and that's something that you need to do 
in order to be successful. I don't know if he's too close with the players or, or what it is. And I understand, like, you know, um, being, being, being close with your coach, um, is good on one hand because, you know, you want to play for that guy. But in this, like, this level, like, this is the best hockey in the world. You know, I don't, if, I don't care. I don't need you to be buddy-buddy. Like, I need you, I need the coach to give the players expectations for what he wants in order for the players to go out and perform. And I feel like that's not what's happening. Um, which, uh, which, like I said, is disappointing. Um... Now, I know the, the ownership, the new ownership group, Michael Anlauer and Steve Steos, have, um, have claimed that they're, they're pa- they're, they want to be patient and they don't want to make any big changes. But at, at some point, you have to, you know, th- it helps they have fresh eyes on it. Like us, us Sens fans, we've been watching this the last five years and we're fed up. And when they have fresh eyes on it, you know, it doesn't help. Um, it, it helps them drag out the process, but that's not what we want. Um, so, you know, I understand that they're new and whatever, and they don't want to make changes, but like, we can't, we can't keep like winning three games and then losing five and then win another two and lose four. Like it just, it's not going to, especially in the division, like we're going to have a hard enough time making it up if we can turn it on here at the end, which statistically the Sens have done in the new year, uh, under DJ Smith, they've, they've, they've made a push and they've turned it on. Um, but you just rather you know, get the points earlier in the season. So, yeah, you still have to go out and win games in January, February, March, but there's less pressure. Like, you know, you can you can afford to go on those three-game losing streaks and then come back, you know, because you already have those points. And um, it's just, uh, it's not working. And um, I, I don't understand. I don't know what's going to happen. To be honest with you, I don't know if they're going to stick with DJ. I don't know if they're going to fire him. I think the change in the room would do the team some good. Either either change the coach or make a trade. Um, that room needs to be shaken up a little bit. And I know that's not a. Some people don't like that term because oh, it could cause like dismay with, with the players and you know make them feel like. You know, there's emotions connected to these guys who are going in and out, right? There's there's relationships that are going to be affected. But at the same time, you have to send a message like, we need this to work. We need to we need to keep going. And uh, we're, we're expecting wins because, like, if you're not going to win, if you don't want to win, if you don't want the – if you don't have the winner's attitude here in Ottawa, uh, you're going to find your ass on a plane going somewhere else and playing for another team. So I think that's what needs to be – needs to be done it needs to be established i you can't like i said you can't afford to give dj a lot of a lot of time like you because quite frankly you don't have it so uh, i'm expecting a decision to be made if there is one to be made soon um if nothing happens then it looks as though that that's how it's going to be that's the this is the Senators team we're going to see all year. They're going to maybe add one one piece toward the trade deadline. Like The other thing is they don't have cap space for that, but we'll, we can talk about that in a different episode. But it's just um, if something's going to be done, expect it to be done soon is basically what I'm saying because uh, uh, it's becoming unacceptable. So that's really all I have to say about DJ. Um, 
about that whole situation, you know, it's a tough one to be in uh, for the Ottawa Senators, for sure. Um, yeah, which it's just unfortunate situation, but that's what it is, and there needs to be something done about it. Um, but, you know, why not bring in an expert on coaching changes, someone who's watched Toronto media, the Toronto Maple Leafs specifically, a lot, um, seen the turnover from Randy Carlisle to Mike Babcock, and now Sheldon Keith. Um, let me introduce my next guest, Mr. Mr. David King. David, how are you doing today? Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. I'm doing pretty good today there. Hey, that's good to hear, man. I'm uh, I'm happy to have you on. Um, yeah, so let's get let's get right to it. I know you don't have a lot of time, but um, senators, what what do you think they should do? Should they make a coaching change? Should they make a trade? How do they how do they get out of this rut that they're in? Um, what what do you think, in your opinion, should they do? I mean, for the Sands right now, you guys should not be eight. You have to have some regular season success, especially with the team you have. So I definitely start with a coaching change there, kind of like the Canucks did last year. You get Bruce Boudreaux, who's supposed to be one of the best coaches in the league, isn't able to do anything with them. And then when they got Topic in there, they're now at like the top of the league. They were on the fire start, right? It's the same team. And they traded Borvat out of there. They got a few different assets, nothing really major though. And look at how they're doing right now. So I feel the Sens could do something very similar to what the Canucks have done. Unfortunately, it's probably too late in the season, just with how competitive the East is to make the playoffs this year. But if they do something now, they could salvage a bit of this season and get a hot start really for next season. Yeah, that's a great point, David. Um, yeah, very good point, especially like like Vancouver. Um, anyway, I just want to thank you for coming on. Uh, it was a pleasure having you. Yeah, sure. It was a pleasure coming on here. Of course. Yeah, you take care now, eh? Take care. Cheers. Well, that's all the time we have here for this episode of the Section 315 podcast. I hope you got something out of it. Um, and, uh, you know, send, sends, just stay hopeful because it's all we can do. And uh, I have faith that something will be done. And I have faith that the right thing will be done. So, um, yeah, tough times right now. But, hey, it's going to get better. So anyway, thanks again for listening and uh, tune in to uh, to next week's episode. Not sure what we're going to do. Probably depends on their performance, but um, have a good one, guys. Take care. Cheers.